0: Colin had a problem, and a microphone to spare. Thomas took it up, and so the podcast went to air. For weeks and months they trolled through every single DVD. They've unwrapped all the ones they can, and now they're cellulose-free. Now they're cellulose-free.
1: Hello, dear listener, and welcome to Cellulose Free. My name is Colin, and with me, as always, is the... Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: And with me, as always, is my fellow film watcher, compadre, and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. What you been up to? Oh, not not a lot. V- video
0: games. Good. It's, I've been up to none of the things I intended... And, and all of the things preventing me from getting to the things I intended Excellent Yeah Good The wheels are well oiled but slow to turn, Thomas mm. Yes I, I had some notes I wanted to take before we'd even started And I haven't done that Good And So hopefully I'll get to that during the film <laughs> Yeah <laughs> you, you have
1: notes or, or <laughs> In your head Yes Right. Yes. Okay. What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Um, it's been a bit of a crazy week, actually. Very people mm, mm-hmm. Um, There was a, a Lego brick exhibition at the City Hall. Oh, City Hall. City? Say. City Hall? Town Hall. City Hall. It's one of those. <laughs> the big one. The big hall in Hobart. Whichever one is the big one. <laughs> so, yes, that's right. As far as hall space is concerned. Um, it it is City Hall because Town Hall is where they have council meetings, Mm. I think. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so that was a bit low-key this time around, but I think they missed it completely last year, and then they had ticketing procedures this time around and purportedly to ensure that they don't exceed numbers for large gatherings and, and what have you. But there are a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of queues uh, with lots of people very close up. And you just have to keep on hoping that the moat around Tasmania is uh, keeping out the pandemic. And, yeah,
0: uh, and keeping out people who <laughs> test positive and then ride a scooter around an IGA. That's right. Well, ride a scooter around an IGA and then it turns out that they've tested positive. Yes, Yes. A
1: non-compliance of instructions was performed by a fifteen-year-old. I think he was yeah,
0: somewhere around there. Yes.
1: So very responsible adults. Well done. Good on yeah. you. But my impression is that we have still managed to dodge a bullet. Yes. And uh, it has not <laughs> <Incredible>. spread from <laughs> from that. Um, yes. So that was very peoply. And then on that same day, there was a engagement party that that I lasted all of 15 minutes before I raced to the car and uh, and pulled a car seat cover over my head. No, um, <laughs> I hibernated. It, it just all got a bit too much. And then the day after that, I had to be very peoplely responsible and and set up some videoing and audio recording. Uh, so these two microphones actually left the building and, and <laughs> went on a... <laughs> A grand adventure to record a choir, sing a couple of songs for a sick person who's in hospital at the moment to hopefully cheer them up a bit. Yeah. So that was nerve-wracking in and of itself because I had all this equipment that I only half know how to use each mm-hmm. piece of equipment. Yeah. Um, and so I thought I had it all, all set up and, and then... Uh, and the the choir was all ready and somebody just decided to rock in and say, oh, you don't mind if I listen in, do you? Uh, well, I'll just set myself over there. So so he did. and How, and, how much listening? And, and I'd set the sound levels and everything. And, of course, every time you move uh, another object into the room after setting levels, the whole soundscape was completely ruined. The settings were completely ruined by this person. Just wandering in, and then he left he, um, after the, record, the first recording. So, you know, all le- levels are all wrong again. And oh, look, it was just so frustrating, I tell you. It was a good story, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that a story worth the sharing? Um, was it? <laughs> uh, other than that, <laughs> it was the first time round. Yeah. Other than that, no, i got nothing else.
0: The thing about half-knowing what all the things do is that that effect is, is multiplicative. Absolutely. So, so when you add two things that you only know half about, you only know a quarter.
1: Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. And things that I did know what I should have been doing, uh, there was a bit that I didn't. Um, once the choir all moved in no amount of encouraging them to sort of squeeze together worked because I, I, I was running two cameras,
0: mm-hmm.
1: one on a tripod and the, the other I was mobile with, but I needed m- room to move that mobile one around. So I didn't want the tripod to be so far back that I couldn't get around behind it because I obviously can't go in front of it. But no, they, they just... Wouldn't sort of squeeze up just a little bit more. So I did have to move the camera back and then forgot that I'd had the camera set on manual focus and I'd preset the focuses with that uh-huh. person there. So it was all slightly out of focus and the white balance was wrong. And yeah. But it was the audio that was the really important thing and that came out fairly well. So. Right. Um, all things again. All things considered, the the room that we were recording in was not acoustically uh, brilliant either. So, enough of that. We have a film to watch.
0: Yeah, one one post mortem later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shall we watch a film?
0: Yes, let's watch a film.
1: What is a film that we are watching?
0: We are watching Edge of Tomorrow. Yes. He he says as he becomes undistracted. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, and doesn't say edge forever like I managed to say last week, but it's, I think I got away with it.
0: That's a Star Trek? Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I, I edited it out so none of our dear listeners are aware of that that what terrible faux pas. So. Mm. Um <laughs> So, Edge of Tomorrow. Mhm. Tom Cruise. Yep Emily Blunt Yep 2014 Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm What else can you tell us about it? An alien race, undefeatable
0: by any existing military unit, has launched a relentless attack on Earth And Major William Cage finds himself dropped into a suicide mission Killed within minutes, Cage is thrown into a time loop, forced to live out the same brutal combat over and over Fighting and dying again and again Training alongside warrior Rita Vrataski, his skills slowly evolve, and each battle moves them one step closer to defeating the enemy in this intense action thriller.
1: I am very much looking forward to this. Mm -hmm. Um, It it is currently fairly high on my list of uh, fairly favourite films.
0: (laughs) It's a good film.
1: Yeah. Yeah, let, let's see if uh, our, our minds can be changed. Mm. We're going to drag in uh, some ratbag kids who haven't seen this film before, and then we're going to watch it, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. We'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. We'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. We'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. We'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. Mongrel.
0: Down side B. Mungrel. <laughs> to you, big white shiny smile, you'd buy expensive shoes. And you'd be the only man on earth who couldn't enjoy Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise.
1: <laughs> so, what did you think? It's it's still a very good film It's so solid Yeah I love it It had so many opportunities to just completely drop the ball Mm-hmm But it was too smart to do so <laughs> <laughs> Which must have been really hard I mean, since Groundhog Day came out And I, I think we, we did a Groundhog Day episode, didn't we? Yes, on, and, and, and on February 2nd Yes Yes, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh um and, and so we, we've we've touched on the whole groundhog day and and what it started even though there were sort of uh, a few forays into what has become known as groundhog day films um mm. and, and so this really had that against it but it was smart enough and cut well enough and had enough variety to just have you Once you have the aha moment, and I I did mention that we're bringing in... um, We ended up with three other kids in in the room, uh, and they had... Oh, it's Groundhog Day. But then it just went on and was made in such a way that everyone else ran with it.
0: Yeah, there's a certain way that the film develops. It starts off with uh, a couple of loops played straight... So, no cutting and changing, just play out a loop, go back to the start. And then we get into um, a little bit of montage. Yep. And then a a bigger block of montage. Mm Mm-hmm. Then we montage something else. (laughs) Yeah. And then the rest of the film is played out entirely without... Montage. montage. There's, yeah. yeah, there's no more montage. Yeah. We see, yeah. we see the last attempt at something. We see the last attempt at another thing. Yeah, and and then and then, then, then things happen. Yeah. yeah. At which point, it, it, <laughs> yeah. it's,
1: it's interesting. Both of us, I think, have made the mental point, even though this film is seven years old. That we're, we're sort of avoiding spoilers by the, yeah, the feel of things. Yeah. And I, I think that's that's fair enough. I suspect there could well be some of our dear listeners who have not seen this. And it is such a film, mm. e- even though, yes, we have given away the, the premise yeah. <laughs> that that it is a Groundhog Day film. Um, it, it's so much more than that. Mm. And you do need to do yourself a favour. And I don't and
0: know. Do... Do we want to come back round later and go more in depth? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, okay. Possibly. Um, well.
1: <laughs> it, it's interesting. Um, as, as we were going into uh, recording this segment, Thomas, you were singing a... <laughs> a Jonathan Coulton. song about Tom Cruise. And I meant, made a mention of, did Tom Cruise actually do the Tom Cruise run in this film? And I can't remember him doing it. I mean, a lot of the time he was sort of suited up in such a way mm. that he couldn't do the Tom Cruise run. But I, I don't... Because uh. usually <laughs> it's just as much a reaction of, oh, it's a Groundhog Day movie that, oh, he's doing <laughs> a Tom Cruise run. Yeah. Um, I'm really not a fan of Tom Cruise as a person. He, he <laughs> <laughs> and, and that song sort of suggests... Yeah. <laughs> Um, But there are so many films where this is a Tom Cruise film, yay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, yeah. And this is almost another level of yay, because the element of him playing a not-typically-Tom Cruise character... Tom Cruise doesn't often play losers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he's a loser in this for... A percentage of the film, which also swings it around to how comedic this film is as well. Out-and-out mm. out laughter was was filling the room in, in certain points, and th- that is, again, a, a, a real balance point. One of my youngest daughters who watched this, uh, she can get quite squirmy in films, and this is an intense film. It is. And I knew it was, but I've forgotten how much... Uh, intensity there is, and a- as you described, there's a very long couple of playouts of quite intense action, and I, I suddenly thought, oh, was was this was this really a good idea? But the balance from there on in of enough humour and enough heart and soul, um, I-, I guess, was enough to to just temper that all the way through in just the right places for it to not be just completely overwhelming. Mm. This could have been a really overwhelming film and it could have been full metal jacket level. Intensity of language could have been just completely realistic, Mm. Um, but, but that didn't happen. There is a certain level of language. There is a certain level of violence in here. That could have been a full-on blood fest. Mm. A- and again, I would have had difficulty stomaching that, but that would have also been quite acceptable. But it wasn't, and it wasn't missed either. There were so many fine lines, I think, that this, this film... You know, it, it's it's not an Oscar-winning masterpiece. No. But it does what it does really, really well and keeps on those fine lines um, that that made it accessible to such an incredibly wide audience and it, and that would have had a lot to do with with why they kept the language down and why they kept the blood down. But it, it still would have, I think, drawn in the crowds if all of that had been ramped up. But it would have been a totally different film mm. and not the film that I think we can both accept we thoroughly enjoy yes yes (laughs) it's it's a good film I I usually get uh we have a family movie night each Friday night and usually get the kids to give the film a score so I got the three that watched this today to score it a score out of 10 my 18 year old daughter gave it a 10 and the daughter, who I, I was sort of wary of as far as the intensity of it, she gave it a 10, uh, so she's 15, and 15-year-old son gave it a 9. So it, it yeah. rated well. It scored well.
0: We can go for more depth a bit later. Yeah. But let's go broader. All right. Let's go a little broader. Let's talk about time loop fiction generally. Mm-hmm. There are certain ways that time loop fiction can go. It can explain the loop, yep, or not explain the loop.
1: Yeah. So, as far as Groundhog, Groundhog Day, Day doesn't just, explain the no, loop. No.
0: It begins and then sometime later it ends and no explanation is given for why or how. Yep This film explicitly <laughs> explains the loop. It does. It tells you exactly what is going on.
1: Yeah, and the, there are probably three or four MacGuffins in this film that mm. um, <laughs> that that all become one super MacGuffin. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it 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 works. Yeah, you you know that that they are MacGuffins. And I think
0: because this film leans heavily science fiction, it needs to explain the loop. Yeah. Because yep. if it doesn't, it, it doesn't work.
1: Yeah. The, these are certainly not every man type people. They're aliens. <laughs> so, yes. so you're you're absolutely into uh, alien territory. Um, it's it's funny. We've been watching an episode of Eureka each week. Mm. And it just so happened yeah. <laughs> that it was a Groundhog Day episode. Um, a fairly average one. Um, but again, because of the science fiction environment and world that that is in they also had to explain why this yeah. was happening it was integral to um, the, the the story <laughs> that um, was that was a plot
0: designed to solve a problem <laughs> yes yep yep time loops uh very
1: hang on didn't we just cover time
0: loops we're, we're still we're <laughs> still covering time <laughs> oh, loops oh okay Time loops, and particularly this film, video games. This is yeah, yeah. a video game <laughs> yeah. movie done right. Yeah, yeah. You learn, you try again, yep. you die, you try again, yep. and you keep doing that. Yep. There are some video games that specifically focus on time loops, or that uh, play around with the, the idea Of resetting when things go wrong Mm -hmm. I have to remember No definite article (laughs) Outer Wilds As opposed to (laughs) The Outer Worlds Right An entirely different game that came out At around the same time Uh, Outer Wilds Is a time loop game Mm -hmm. uh, Focused on a Roughly 21 minute Long time loop uh, at the end of which, the sun explodes and destroys the solar system. Ah, uh, yes. If you dig into the the questions that the game is asking of you and find everything that you need to, the time loop is reasonably well explained. Undertale. Hard swerve. <gasps> Undertale is a a JRPG where you don't have to kill anyone. Um, <laughs> uh, if you die... It is explained that your determination allows you to return back to when you last saved and go again. Yep. And you are not the only person as the player character who knows that this is happening. Ah. There is a specific character that knows exactly what is going on, or roughly what's going on. It's sort of vague. Uh, <laughs> And in a particular route, you may face retribution from this one character for messing everything up (laughs) Uh, particularly badly. And as you fight this character, it's a tough character to fight, as you fight this character and die several times, they know exactly how many times this fight has happened. Ah, and they they try to convince you that it's not worth it. <laughs>
1: uh huh. Yeah.
0: So that's an interesting take on a time loop. It's it's a different take. It's an interesting game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and even quite straightforward games like Forza Horizon, mm. you've got the opportunity. If you take a corner really really badly, you can wind back a little bit, and there's mm. there's cost involved. But yes. But you you can wind back so that you can take off from that point again. And uh,
0: the AI reacts just, just slightly differently mm-hmm. once you've done that. Yep, yep. Even though their circumstances haven't really changed. No. Drivatars are weird. I don't particularly want to get into how Drivatars are are weird because they're all based on behaviours of other real people who have also played <laughs> the game.
1: Uh-huh, yep. We've gone completely off on a tangent here, but uh, having uh, grown up with very, very, very early computer games where you don't have any save points (laughs) and you can be right close to the end of the game and lose your last life and have to start right from the very, very, very beginning again. But in, in that respect, as far as... Memorizing sequences and things like that that was very much a case in those games as well there wasn't necessarily a huge amount of randomness so you, you could time okay this is where uh, three of those things come across from the left and so once you memorise the sequences and I was never very good at that um, yeah so in this Edge of Tomorrow world I... <laughs> I would have a great deal of difficulty, but again, you, you don't have a full idea of exactly how many. And, and they they hint at this really, really well in this film that he's been at this for a very, 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 very long time, um, and and sometimes doesn't reveal exactly, uh, want to reveal exactly how long. Um, for for purposes of plot device and, again. Yeah.
0: And and occasionally you'll get a loop or two in amongst the vast sea where he's just really, really down.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Everything's worn him away. I'm gonna sit this one out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, gonna
0: go to London. <laughs> yes. See how that goes.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: That's Edge of
1: Tomorrow. That was, indeed, Edge of Tomorrow. So, are we going to stick around for spoilers, or are we going to record the spoilers now?
0: Mentally, for me, at the moment, it might be easier if we loop back instead of editing away.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to move on then.
0: Yeah, we're going to move on. Okay. The following segment needs a little more time in the oven. It's done now. Thank you to Adam. Thanks, Adam. For bringing up the prop culture episode.
1: Yes. Adam, our dear listener, has uh, pointed out a show that's on Disney Plus. Yes. Um, Concerning uh, uh, props used in in various films Somebody goes and hunts out those elusive props Um, I'm quite sure that there's a fair bit of faux hunting going Mm. on in in the show It's it's a Disney Plus show Sort of like House Hunters (laughs) Where someone has already bought the house that they're planning to move in, and then they film them looking at two other houses that mm. uh, they're not even interested in, but they pretend to be. Oh, yeah, you know, my,
0: fr- my friend owns that one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But there is a particular uh, episode of prop culture that involves Tron. Mm. And thanks also to Lee for reminding us of the <laughs> Tron guy, um, <laughs> an absolute icon in Tron lore, yeah. Who goes to conventions And wherever there's an opportunity for him to dress up In his homemade Tron costume right. That, that um, it quite often doesn't leave a lot to the imagination It,
0: it certainly does not No,
1: no I, He's certainly a brave, far braver man than I am I had a, a Star Trek The Next Generation costume made for me by a, a dear friend and uh <laughs> one of the problems in that costume was that it was the first season next gen costume which is a one piece and made out of a stretchy lycra material and yeah um <laughs> it was for a, uh, a a fancy dress party or, or, or something like that and uh <laughs> the 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 poor poor woman who was uh, getting me to fit this was was being quite diplomatic about saying look i might just increase the width of this and add a gusset here and it was a bit embarrassing so that costume uh, does not come out terribly often and i can possibly imagine um uh, our dear listener adam who mentioned the prop culture um he he is aware of of said costume i don't think he has seen me in it but i certainly could not fit it into it now um, in in many ways anyway um yes so uh tron guy he's um brave man he's a brave brave man uh, and i do wonder whether he's he's actually uh, conscious of the fact that he's far braver than he thinks um, mm. anyway so yes thank you uh, Adam and Lee for your bringing up of those Tron icons mm. and I shall well, I shall uh, add some links in the show notes to certainly the prop culture well I can't really it's on it's well, on Disney plus it's on Disney plus if, and
0: you you can link it yeah it, it's linkable it's linkable yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the the link will be long because <laughs> they use UUIDs for all the URLs. Yes, excellent.
1: <laughs> um, as for Tron guy, yeah, I'm sure I can find a link that uh, uh, respectfully honors this man. Yes, okay. <laughs> um, anything else? I don't think there is anything no. else unless uh, no, I, I somebody on on Reddit them. has uh, <laughs> created a whole. Um, if if what they, do they call them what subreddit. are Reddit, subreddits on on our podcast? <laughs> Don't think it's happened. No, no, I didn't get the memo. So we might move on then. Pick a film for next week, so we can go to bed. It's your turn. It's my turn. It is your turn. And look, I think I think I'm in the mood for not making any decision whatsoever.
0: That seems reasonable
1: I shall uh, grab my phone So I have brought up my list of uh, DVDs and uh, Blu-rays in our collection that I wouldn't mind to revisit I'm going to shake my phone and it will randomly select one of those Oh, okay, right A bit of a uh, a left turn I'm going to read the description, which is quite long
0: Right I don't
1: believe that you have seen it Uh-huh And it's not a film that uh, you have expressed any desire to see. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Do I name actors?
0: I guess. Okay. It's your your job to prevent me knowing.
1: (laughs) Uh, Justin McLeod, Mel Gibson, is a former teacher who after having his face and his body terribly disfigured in an automobile accident, has taken to living alone in a big house in an island? I would say on an island, off the coast of Maine. MacLeod works as a freelance artist who undergoes the humiliation of being shunned by his neighbours. MacLeod keeps to himself and wants nothing to do with his neighbours. This is really poorly read and <laughs> written uh, but one day an adolescent boy chuck norstad nick stahl comes knocking at his door desperate for a tutor at first suspicious mccloud gradually warms up to chuck and they become pals but their burgeoning friendship is frowned upon by chuck's family and the local police chief stark jeffrey lewis because of rumours circulating that mccloud had a record of child molestation this piece of gossip threatens Chuck with the loss of his teacher and a newfound friend. Right. Does it ring any bells?
0: It didn't ring any bells until so I just you searched. Lo- I just looked up Mel Gibson in, the, mm-hmm. in it, the database. I
1: believe it is actually Mel Gibson's first directoral debut. Oh. I guess that makes one of those words redundant. <laughs> his first debut. The Man Without a Face. The Man Without a Face. A film that I watched numerous times when it came out at the cinema for some reason. I guess it it falls very much into the genre of a coming-of-age film, which is a genre that I quite enjoy. Hmm. This is not necessarily an enjoyable film. It tackles some tough subjects, but that is what we're going to be watching next week.
0: If you're not sticking around For whatever I've managed to come up with mm-hmm. in, the, in the time that we've been Talking just now Come back next week, I yeah. guess Yeah,
1: so um, until next week Go away Bye uh, <laughs> But those of you who want to hear a little bit more about uh, Our thoughts on What did we just watch? Edge of Tomorrow <laughs> What did we just watch?
0: Edge of Tomorrow
1: <laughs> What did we just watch? Go away okay. uh, We're going to get into that right now so spoiler alerts this is a
0: spoiler break so if you don't want spoilers then leave before this sound it's interesting it's an interesting film I, I went into the structure of it very briefly earlier mm-hmm. we have a training montage yep in which Cage dies several times mm-hmm. we have a beach montage. Yeah, in which he dies several times, and is
1: various character various <laughs>
0: characters die several times, and and we go over the plan a lot. Yep, over and over again. Yeah, it must be awful to have to re-explain that every time. Yeah, and then we finally get past the beach. Yeah, and we never see another montage again. Oh. We
1: we have the occasional wake up. Mm. But then
0: There are no more montages No We have what would seem to be the last attempt at an escape with Rita alongside Which goes poorly And (laughs) Rita sees right through uh, Cage's attempts to prevent the escape attempt from going any further Because it goes badly every time Every time And he doesn't want that to happen anymore. No. Nope. Which is a shame for him when she gets in the helicopter and starts it up anyway. Uh, <laughs> and so he, he he goes it alone. And he looks very tough and hardened as he's going it alone. I assume there's a few more attempts in between there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because well the, d- yeah, the dynamics the, change. The, yeah. Yep.
0: You you don't have that second person. It's like levels. Yep, the, the levels change entirely when you boot someone else out.
1: Yeah, up. and 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 again, the way that it was um, shown was in such a way that you got the impression that this isn't his first rodeo. Even at this level, he's had to struggle his way through on his own numerous times to get as as far as he ultimately gets to on his own.
0: At which point, it is revealed that. All of this has largely been for naught.
1: Oh, spoilers.
0: We're in, we're in the spoiler Oh, break. that's right. <laughs> all, all of this has been <laughs> naught. Uh, he is not the only one who is learning from everything that's happening. Yeah. The visions of the Omega in the dam are a lie. And were probably always a lie. Yeah. And so we heist Whitehall. And I tell a lie. There is... A small bit of montage in there. Yes. Just after what appears to have been several attempts to get the general to (laughs) hand over the stuff. Yeah. We go out through the front door. That goes badly. Yeah. We try a different route. Things continue to go badly. uh, And eventually, eventually, we are actually done with montage now. Yeah. (laughs) He loses his power. Which is an interesting thing to happen in a time loop movie with a whole last act still to go. Exactly,
1: yeah. Um, and and uh, using the computer game analogy, <laughs> you're suddenly down to one life. Yes. And <laughs> and you haven't fought the last boss. No. Yet, so uh, things are dire. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and eventually it works out. It does work out, but... Everyone dies Yeah But it it works out Yeah, it works out But everyone dies Yeah And then All of a sudden
1: Oh, spoilers
0: All of a sudden We're right back at the top even, (laughs) Even further back than we've ever been before Yep And in fact, everything is now fine
1: Everything is fine
0: Which is... <laughs> Which has implications. It does.
1: It does, and and those implications are are left so beautifully ambiguous. Yes. <laughs> um. um
0: yeah. There have been talks about doing another movie, right? But it's been through the usual. Okay. Um. So when when are we going to do this? Okay. Yeah. When are you available? Is is it yeah. when he's available? No, he's I'm, I'm, doing, I'm
1: doing uh, Mission Impossible 14 mm. then, so... Hi, uh, <laughs>
0: yeah. hey, I'm Tom Cruise. I'm just going to keep making better Mission Impossible movies forever. <laughs>
1: How wrong is that? <laughs> How? <laughs> it's another reason why this guy bugs me. <laughs> 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 yes.
0: The first few are middling to bad. They are. And then suddenly yes. the series got very good. Yep. And we'll probably get into that later. Will we? I don't know. Will we?
1: Oh, you mean later, later. Yes, as in, later. Uh, as in are they on a...
0: Way in the future.
1: Quite possibly.
0: <laughs> when I don't know if any of them are on my I list. I don't know. And if they're not, I should rectify that. Yes. Um. And... <laughs> Eventually, the director still very much in January of this year saying it'll happen eventually as soon as both of these actors have, <laughs> have worked it out. But...
1: Uh, but my people will yeah, talk to your people.
0: But... But... Emily Blunt... I'm quoting Wikipedia here. Okay. Emily Blunt has stated that due to COVID-19, uh, the budget for another film would be... Too expensive, possibly. Yeah. Yeah, the film industry is in a... In a, a real mess. mess.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, yes, I was... Uh, sorry, I didn't read it. I, uh, I'm, I'm trying to avoid news as much as possible. Mm, but but I did see someone saying the threat to the whole superhero uh, movie genre is really feeling the impact of COVID, um... I mean, as is the whole movie industry, but but the the way that films are made um, and the expense of making them, keeping compliant with... The
0: point of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is that we can make a lot of films very, very quickly and make a lot of money doing it. Yeah. And we can't make a lot of films or quickly right now. Exactly. So, yeah. There we go. That's so, a downer note. <laughs>
1: yeah. So a a sequel to uh, Edge of Tomorrow.
0: Uh, live, Die, Repeat and Repeat. And Repeat. It would be called.
1: Yes, in, in some areas of the world, it was called Live, Die, Repeat. Or Live, Die, Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow. Indeed. Because we need both titles. Yeah. <laughs> Something that I didn't mention mm-hmm. in uh, the the beginning segment that that I did want to mention was the absolute brilliance of the design of the aliens, Mm. especially the grunts, the the soldier ants, basically. This is
0: not a thing that came from Earth.
1: No, no, no. Uh, And in a lot of ways, the Alpha was possibly the slight letdown in that it was... Sort of recognisable as almost reptilian or, yeah. or something. But the, the others, the actual soldiers, mm. uh, aliens, were completely, completely alien. The way they moved, the way they were built, for want of a better word. Yes.
0: That is actually an interesting design. Um, so, so we've got the Grunts, yep. which are very spiky yeah. and jagged yeah. and all over the place. And the Alphas... ...are a little more fluid... ...still metal... ...ish... ...but fluid... Yeah... ...and then... ...the Omega... ...which is like a... ...flower... <laughs> uh, ...which is... ...an interesting progression... Yes... ...that... ...that I hadn't thought about... <laughs> ...until you brought it up just now...
1: <laughs> ...uh... ...see I saw it more as a brain... ...just a brain sitting <laughs> yeah. ...in the middle of things... ...anyway... Do you have anything else you wish to add? No. No, I think that might be it. Yeah, I think let's, let's wrap things up. Mm. Thank you all for listening. Next week, we are going to be watching Man Without a Face mm-hmm. with Mel Gibson, directed by Mel Gibson. Another person that I I have a somewhat... An interesting
0: relationship um,
1: with. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll go with that anyway. He's a bit of an unpleasant man. And, uh, hey, I could be too. But... <laughs> This is just my internet persona In fact I'm a a most unpleasant man Um, (laughs) Man without a face Next week We hope that you can join us But until then We'll catch you next time
0: Bye You have been listening to Cellulose Free Your hosts were Colin Who produces and edits the show And Thomas Who makes the artwork and music Cellulose Free is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. We keep track of our extensive physical media collection through My Movies, which we highly recommend. You can find links to that, as well as other places you can find us, in the show notes. Cellulose Free is a Hi Hello production. No, we're gonna have to do it again. It's the the whole podcast from the top. Yeah. Is this this
1: session was a bust? It's it's, it's a bust. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. This session is a bust.
0: If, if if we can do it again, I can formulate my points better because
1: <laughs> <laughs> that that is the whole <laughs> the, the whole uh, weakness of this whole podcast format mm. of watching the film and then getting straight into it. Um, <laughs> uh, but it wouldn't happen any other way. No. Uh.
0: no. I'm, I'm not going to formulate the, the, my-
1: the opportunity to formulate <laughs> cohesive sentences and mm. I just fix it in post. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I... I'm not going to spend an, an hour formulating points and then come back to record at 10 at night. No. <laughs> Don't no. be ridiculous. No, but I will loop time. Will you? Just, just to do it. Just, <laughs> just to get it right. <laughs> I won't wait until 10pm, but I will loop time. Ah. That's... that's
1: <laughs> so, so we could record this podcast over and over and over again mm. until we get it right. Yeah. Yep.
0: Well, I'll remember.
1: <laughs> Whereas I will bring balance to the the podcast People will feel like something is slightly different mm. But Colin is the same
0: <laughs> Yeah, secretly this is our ninth or tenth attempt oh, really? And we still haven't got it right Wow huh. Yeah it's mm. still a really good film. I still haven't managed to press stop. No, you haven't. <laughs> I'd better do that. Uh, that- why, why have I sent that to ABC News? I don't
1: know. <laughs> lucky, lucky ABC News. Um uh,
0: uh, Oh <laughs> I, I I had meant to delete that sentence That was included in the copy But whatever <laughs> yeah. Oh dear
1: You've been blocked by ABC News now
0: uh, I, Can I delete that? I don't know Can you? Unsent <laughs> Other chat members will still be able to see it Well <laughs> Forget that then Oh
1: dear <laughs> Okay
0: uh. Uh, no, I don't want you to get back in contact with me <laughs> Don't uh, forget this ever happened no,
1: no, no And he brings down Facebook yet again <laughs>
0: No, that was Facebook's doing uh, That was their, their own say. fault Okay